You are listening to Feast Radio, bringing God's love and grace on air. Listen to significant and heartfelt messages you can reflect on and pray about. May this message help prepare you to face challenges, follow your dreams, and open yourself up to God's unlimited blessings. Come on, don't stop. Don't stop. As you give your clap offering to Jesus, tell Him, Lord, take control. Take control of my life. Take control, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for bringing us all here. Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray our favorite prayer together in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today, I receive all of God's love for me. Today, I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today, I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today, I open myself to God's Word so that I become more like Jesus every day. Today, I proclaim that I am God's beloved. I am God's servant. I am God's powerful champion. And because I am blessed, I am blessing the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my Let me give you a powerful statement. Narinig nyo na to many, many times already. Ito yung powerful statement. Wherever you are, be there. Sige nga, can you say that? Wherever you are, be there. It is about embracing the present moment. If you are washing dishes, yung mga naguhugas ng pinggan dyan, yung mga mister, no? Wash dishes. No? Ibig sabihin, dun ka. If you are cooking, oh, mga mister din yan, cook. If you are cleaning, oh, mga mister din yan, clean, di ba? If you're attending the feast, attend the feast. Wherever you are, be there. Be aware, be mindful, be here and now. Let me tell you a story of my good friend. Itago na lang natin sa ayoko kasing sabihin yung pangalan niya. Itago na lang natin siya sa pangalang Alvin Barcelona, no? So, tago lang natin. Nag-ano kami, nag-Australia kaming dalawa tapos umaten kami ng Hillsong Conference. So, kami yung magkatabi doon sa conference na yan, attended by 25,000 people years ago. Tapos, galing ng mga speakers. Tapos mamaya, ang pinakahinihintay naming speaker ay si Darlene Sheck. Si Darlene Sheck ay worship leader na sikat-sikat niya sa buong mundo. Uh, sikat yung song niya na, Shout to the Lord, all the earth, let us sing. Siya yan. Pag si Darlene Sheck na yan, talagang we all worship. Siya yung speaker. So habang nagtutok si Darlene Sheck, nandun kami ni Alvin magkatabi. Tapos maya-maya, after a few minutes nung kanyang talk, pagtingin ko kay Alvin, si Alvin ay tulog. Tulog. So ako may notes ako, 
Nilipat ko yung notes ko sa isang blank page. Tapos, ang laki ng sinulat ko. Wherever you are, be there. Tapos, ginanong ko siya. Nagising. Tapos, pinabasa ko sa kanya. Tapos, natawa siya. <laughs> Wherever you are, be there. Listen to me, my dear friends. I believe most of our pain come from being trapped in two prisons. Dalawa. Ano yan? The prison of the past and the prison of the future. You know, we are either meditating on our past failures or we are worried about our future. Kaya, nandun tayo kahapong mali at yung darating bukas. But if you want to have more peace in your life, sino rito gusto ng kapayapaan? Tasang kamay, ayan. You want more peace in your life? You must walk out of these two prisons and enter into your present moment. Wherever you are, be there. But that is not my message. Mas malalim ang message na ito. I want to take you deeper into this message. And what is this? Wherever you are, serve there. Sabihin nyo nga sa katabi nyo, wherever you are, serve there. Go, go. Type nyo nga, wherever you are, serve there. Those who are watching, type it. Wherever you are, serve there. Wherever you are, don't just be there. Serve there. When God created you, He designed you to serve. Always believe in this. When God created you, He designed you to serve and you will never experience deep fulfillment until you follow God's original design. And what is that? He designed you to serve. And your joy will always remain shallow unless you live a selfless life. Ewan ko, napansin nyo ba? Sumasaya kayo pag naglilingkod kayo. Di ba? Yung pag nakapagbigay ka, nakatulong ka, para, parang ang saya ko. Why? Because you were designed by God to serve. And I believe God wants you to serve. Where? In your present state. Who are married people here? Married people. Serve there. If you are in a difficult marriage, yung talagang halos everyday struggle, tingnan mo yung asawa mo, di ba? Para, oh Lord, huli mo na siya. Serve there anyway. If you're separated, serve there, even with pain. If you're a widow or widower, serve there. If you are single, who are single people here? Yan. Single forever. Wala, wala. No, ayaw. Ayaw nila. No? If you are single and waiting for the right person, serve there at that state of life, at that season of your life. If you're a single for a long time and tired of waiting, serve there. If you are single and have accepted already the possibility that you will live a single life for the rest of your life, 
serve there. Even during times when you are lonely, serve there. In the middle of that mess, serve there. Serve in the struggle. Serve in the chaos. Serve in the confusion, in the conflict, in the complication. Serve there. Wherever you are, serve there. In the Bible reading that we will study today, ito ang sabi oh, Look at the screen. Some Pharisees came and tried to trap Jesus with this question. Should a man be allowed to divorce his wife for just any reason? Haven't you read the scriptures? They record that from the beginning. God made them male and female and he said this explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife and the two are united into into one since they are no longer two but one let no one split apart what god has joined together let's come to prayer put your hands upon your heart and just allow the holy spirit to speak to you the word of god is alive always alive any reading any passage and it's the word of god it will apply to your situation now and so lord we are listening we are ready and we say yes to you oh god speak i will listen I will follow and I believe that I will receive your miracles today in Jesus name amen thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path give the Lord a big hand bless his name Thank you, Jesus. Speak to your people. As you sit down, tell people around you, wherever you are, serve there. Let me exhort you on our giving. Giving comes from, not from your wallet, it comes from your heart. At yung galing sa puso, tumatago sa wallet yan. Kaya, thank you so much for your continuous giving. And, in your giving, you are already serving. As you give, you already serve. Meron din tayong envelopes. Ganun din. Normal. You can give online. But still, we would like you to give from your heart. And may the Lord give this back to you a thousandfold. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. May isang lola. Nagpunta siya sa vaccination center. Sino rito nagpabakuna na? Pataas ang kamay. So, alam nyo na itsura, di ba? Pila. Tapos, online. Eh, si Lola, hindi marumag online. So, dumiretso na doon. Matanda naman. Tinayagan na. Tapos, pinag-fill up ng form ng nurse. So, pag-fill up niya, sabi ni Lola sa nurse, Ay, anong ilalagay ko din eh? Sa status. Status. Sabi ng nurse, um, Lola, May asawa po ba kayo? Sabi ni Lola, meron. Oh, married po ang ilagay niyo. 
Sabi ni Lola, ay, kaya lang, hindi kami kasal. Flirt, flirt lang yun. Kinikilig pa siya. Sabi ng nurse, ah, ganito po Lola, single ang ilagay niyo. Tapos sabi ni Lola, eh, pero huwag ka maingay, nag-secret marriage kami sa barangay. Kinilig ulit si Lola. So sabi ngayon ni nurse, ah, sige po, married na lang po ilagay niyo. Alam niyo kung ano sinulat ni Lola? Dahil nalito siya eh. Ang nilagay niya sa status, complicated. Kakaiba, diba? I would like you to look at the readings today. Ha? Ito sa, sa ating pag-uusapan. I want you to look at Jesus' answer. And don't just observe His thoughts. I want you to observe His thought process. How does Jesus think? Paano siya mag-isip? Married people here, sigurado ko, alam nyo na ang thought process ng asawa nyo. Hindi nyo lang alam kung anong iniisip niya, alam nyo ang proseso. Alam nyo na pag itong iniisip niya, dito yan pupunta. Pag itong iniisip niya, ito ang sasabihin, the thought process. So, when someone presents Jesus, a muddy issue, malabong issue, Jesus will always go back to Genesis, the first book of the Bible. Why? Because in Genesis, you will see God's original purpose. Ano ba ang layunin talaga ng Diyos? Nasa Genesis yan. Kaya alam nyo, minsan ako sa buhay ko, ganyan napapansin ko eh. Pag nalilito ako, paano ba, ano bang desisyon gagawin ko dito? I always go back to the purpose. May kilala akong ganyang kagaling ang thought process. Pag nag-meeting na kami, tapos may issue, siya ang unang-una magsasabi, ano ba ang purpose nga niyan ulit? Alalahanin nga natin. Ang galing. Kaibigan ko yan. Itago na lang natin sa pangalang Alvin Barcelona. <laughs> Gan- Alam niya, ano yung purpose? Bakit natin gagawin yan? So kung popondohan natin yan, ano yung purpose? Will it happen? That is the thought process of Jesus. Because purpose clarifies the mess. Tingnan nyo nga mga katabi nyo. Kilala nyo yan eh. Nag-diet na ba yan? Ano nangyari? <laughs> Di ba? Parang kanta ni Gary yan eh. Nawawala, bumabalik, ito na naman. Pag tinanong mo, bakit pumapayat ka, tumataba ka? Ano bang purpose mo sa pagpapayat? Kailangan klaro sa kanya. Meron akong purpose. Pag klaro ang purpose, kuha mo ang sagot. So what is the original purpose of Jesus? Or God Himself? This is it. That God created man and woman as two parts of His image. Man and woman together are the imago dei, the image of God. And marriage was supposed to reflect God's unity to the world. I want you to remember that God is a community. Sabihin nyo nga, God is a community. He is. Why? Because He is the Father, the Son, 
and the Holy Spirit. Ilan po ang Diyos? Ilan po? Isa. Sino-sino sila? Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So, ilan po ang Diyos? Isa. Okay. Sino-sino sila? Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So, ilan po? Isa na naman, no? Oh, tama, di ba? But He is community. He is the Father, He is the Son, He is the Holy Spirit. And so like God, marriage is supposed to be another community. Community of what? Of love. From marriage's original purpose, I want you to listen to this. Divorce was not an option. Based on marriage purpose, divorce was not an option. May dalawang lasing, inuman. Sabi nung isa, pare, alam mo ba, nasyota ako noon ang nanay mo. Sabi niya doon sa isang lasing. Tapos yung isang lasing, tahimik, di nagsasalita. Tapos sabi nung nagsasalitang lasing, pare, naririnig mo ba ako? Nasabi ko sa iyo, shota ako noon ng nanay mo. Alam mo, sabi nung isang lasing, di na nakatisag salita. Sabi niya ganyan, tama na, tatay. Lasing na lasing ka na. <laughs> Anak pala niya. Kahit lasing ka na, divorce is never God's option. So, ito na. The Pharisees, hearing that Jesus says, Marriage should never be broken, felt that Jesus was now trapped in their net. Nanguhuli sila, kaya nagtatanong, Uhuli ka, Jesus, may sinabi ka na. So now, they are ready to attack and ask Him this question. Ito yung susunod, Matthew verse 7, 19. 19 verse 7, Then why did Moses say in the law, that a man could give his wife a written notice of divorce and send her away. Tingnan nyo mabuti yan. They were quoting from the Old Testament book of Deuteronomy. Basahin natin yung mismong passage. Ayan. Sa Deuteronomy 24 verse 1, it says, Suppose a man marries a woman, but she does not please him. Ako, yung word na please him, mahalaga. Having discovered something wrong with her, he, the man, writes a document of divorce, hands it to her, and sends her away from his house. If Moses wrote this, inutos ni Moses yan, edi dapat parang utos na rin ng Diyos yan. Wala kayo napansin dun sa... Yung, yung usapan na yun, parang open-ended. Anong ibig sabihin niyan? It said that a man can divorce his wife if she did not please him. Oh, let me explain. At the time of Jesus, hindi lang siya ang rabay, ha? Maraming ibang rabay. At may dalawang rabay na sikat na sikat. Sino yan? Si Rabbi Hillel at si Rabbi Shammai. Rabbi Hillel, ito yung kanyang statement dito sa divorce. Sabi niya, si Rabbi Hillel, sabi niya, 
based on this passage, God allowed a man to divorce his wife for any reason whatsoever, kahit ano. Halimbawa, madaldal ang misis mo. Divorce. Parang ayaw niyo tingnan ng asawa niyo ngayon. No? Hindi masarap magluto divorce. Whatsoever reason, ha? Tumataba divorce. Huwag niyo nang tingnan. Baka magalit. Baka isprayan ka pa ng alkohol niya. No? Ang lakas humilik. Divorce. Any reason. That is Rabbi Hillel. Si Rabbi Shamay, ito naman sa kanya. Man cannot divorce his wife unless you catch her in adultery. Tanong ko sa inyo, sino si Kat? Si Hillel o si Shamay? Si Hillel ang maraming fans club. Tuwag-tuwa ang mga lalaki kahit ano palang dahilan. This was how Jesus answered their question. So si Jesus, may sarili siyang sagot. At ito ang sagot. Jesus replied, Moses permitted divorce only as a concession to your hard hearts. But it was not what God had originally intended. And I tell you this, whoever divorces his wife and marries someone else commits adultery unless his wife has been unfaithful. Let me repeat my message a while ago. If you are going through a messy situation, always remind yourself of your purpose. Ano ang layunin? And that is what Jesus did. You know, while the Pharisees were obsessed with laws, yung batas, kailangan yung batas, Jesus was focused on purpose. He was focused on purpose. Kita natin to sa Beatitudes, eh, kung naalala niyo yung lessons or teachings natin before. Jesus quotes the law, but brings out the intent, the purpose, and the first principle behind the law. Ang mga batas, may layunin. Si Jesus pumunta sa layunin ng batas. So why was Jesus focused on the purpose behind the laws? The answer is this. Because the first principles expose God's heart. Diyan yung makikita ang puso ng Diyos. Some Pharisees, they saw Deuteronomy, yung book in the Bible, as God's command to allow divorce. But Jesus saw this verse not as a command, but as a concession. Ano ibig sabihin ng concession? It's a pastoral solution to a messy situation. It is not God's ideal. It is not. Kaya may tension between Genesis and Deuteronomy. Meron. Between the ideal and the practical. And believe me, it continues to this day. May, ito hindi lang isang beses nangyari ha. May lumapit sa akin, feaster. At ito ang sabi niya sa akin, Brother, uh, hindi, hindi kami nakakapag-communion. Kami, mag, kami nung partner ko. The word is partner. 
Kasi ako, more than 10 years ago, broken yung marriage ko sa asawa ko. Tapos ngayon, siya na yung kinakasama ko. Pero matagal na rin kami. May dalawa na nga kaming anak. Tapos umaaten kami ng feast. Mahal namin si Lord. We are working on church annulment. Painggan nyo to ha. We are working on church annulment. So, we cannot get married in the church yet. But we cannot take communion. May mga kilala kayong ganun? Narinig nyo na yon, di ba? May kilala kayong ganyan, hindi makapag-communion. Oh, ito. For a long time, the doctrinal answer has been a flat-out no. Hindi yan pwede mag-communion. But recently, Pope Francis has been reaching out to these wounded individuals. In his pastoral letter, Amoris Laetitia, Merong pastoral letter si Pope. He opened the possibility, listen, that some of these couples, yung pinag-uusapan natin, in irregular marriages, yan ang tawag dyan, may actually be living in grace. Grabe, no? And may be called back to the sacraments. Pero si Pope Marunong, instead of giving a blanket answer, he very wisely sees each case as unique. Depende yan. Hindi yan pare-pareho. Kaya ang discernment kung pwede silang magkumunyon ay nasa pari na at nasa obispo. Ipinasa ni, ng Santo Papa. Kayong tumingin sa kaso nila. Kasi nga naman, di ba? Alangan na bang habang buhay yan? Ganyan. Eh, ang galing ng Santo Papa ngayon. Ito ang sabi niya, I'll show you the, the mismong sinabi niya sa Amoris Laetitia. Look at this. The Pope said, At times we have also proposed a far too abstract and almost artificial theological ideal of marriage. Galing. Far removed from the concrete situations and practical possibilities of real families. And you know, to these irregularly married couples, the Pope shared these compassionate words. Itong sabi ng Santo Papa sa kanila. It can no longer simply be said that all those in any irregular situation are living in a state of moral sin and are deprived of sanctifying grace. You know, I love this so much. Why? Because God doesn't just see groups of people. God sees individuals. Unique, different, and beautiful. So listen to me. If you are in one of those messy, sticky situations, this is God's message to you. He sees you. God sees you. He sees your mess. But He does not define you by that mess. No. Instead, He sees you as His beloved with beautiful gifts and divine purpose. God sees you. Can you tell people around you, God sees you. Go, God sees you. 
Those watching, type there, God sees me. Nakikita ako ng Diyos. Go, God sees me. Because God can see you in your situation. Alam ni Lord ang nangyayari sa'yo. Okay? Kaya it is not yet the end. God sees you. That is why this is our encouragement to you. Because God today invites you wherever you are. Serve there. Wherever you are, serve there. In your mess, I will serve, Lord. And someday you will get out of that mess because God was with you there. Let us close our reading. The conversation turns into an unex unexpected topic. Ano nangyari? Oh, ito na, verse 10 to 12, it says, Jesus' disciples then said to him, If this is the case, it is better not to marry. Not everyone can accept this statement, Jesus said. Only those whom God helps. Some are born as eunuchs, some have been made eunuchs by others, and some choose not to marry for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. Let anyone accept this who can. Brothers and sisters, God calls us to different states of life. Some are called to marriage. Some are called to celibacy. But both are beautiful callings. But let's be honest, we live in a world that is obsessed with romance and relationships. Diba? Kaya pag single ka, ako, kawawa ka sa mga kaibigan mo. Kawawa ka sa mga kamag-anak mo. Kawawa ka sa mga tito at tita. Palagi kang kinakansawan. Kaya tingnan nyo to. Totoo to, no? Being single is smarter than being in the wrong relationship. Amen? Di ba? Alakas pumalakpak niya talaga kasi single siya eh, di ba? Tama yan, ganyan, di ba? O ito pa. Tingnan nyo, ano daw ang single? Stress is now gone. Life's easier. Yan ang ibig sabihin ng single. Nawala na ang stress. At pag tinanong ka, bakit single ka pa rin? Itong sabihin mo, no, I am not single. I am in a long-distance relationship because my girlfriend lives in the future. Wow! Brothers and sisters, remember in God's kingdom, single life is a valid call. Kung nakaupo ka, katabi ay single, tingnan mo nga ang single na yan at bigyan mo ng thumbs up. Dali, dali, huwag kayong mahiya pag single. Thumbs up. It is a valid call. Ito, ganda nito. Pakinggan nyo. We are either called to be one or to be zero. Alam niyo ba lahat ay sa logic, umaandar lang ng one and zero? Yung mga engineers dyan, alam niyo pinag-uusapan ko. One and zero lang lahat. One and zero, one and zero. We are all called to be, either called to be one or zero. If you are called to marriage, it's one. Dapat kayong dalawa, iisa. If you're called to celibacy, it's zero relationships. If you are married, it is called to be one. Isa lang ang karelasyon ko. Pag single ka, zero relationship. In reality, 
This is the truth. Both are impossible. Hindi ho madali maging single. Amen ba sa mga single? Amen. Hindi madali, di ba? Ito naman. Hindi rin madaling may asawa. Amen ba mga may asawa? Oh, talagang umaway-kaway pa talaga, no? Yes! Ganun talaga. Hindi madali. Both are impossible. You need the grace from the cross of Jesus. Kaya Calvary happened so that He can give you the grace to do the impossible. Calvary happened so that we will have the grace to do the impossible. Let the Lord continue to speak to you His word. I will pause here. Because you are here, we have a surprise. Are you ready for the surprise? Bonus ito sa ating lahat. Let's welcome Father Rap Rap Del Rosario. Kamusta po kayo? How are you? No, I, have, I am right now on, a, on vacation. My flight back to the United States will be on Saturday. I thought of dropping by because we were in Quarry Start a few weeks na ba yun? ago. And yeah, I was kind of invited. I, I, I kind of learned that you are now um, holding the feast here in this beautiful, beautiful church. And many, many years ago when this church was still under construction, Parang meron na kaming usapan ni Brother Aruno na, you know, there will come a time, maybe in God's perfect timing, that you will also hold the feast here. And maybe not in my, certainly not under my incumbency, pero God's perfect timing. And I, it's, it's so overwhelming to actually see things happen in His own timing. So, I just want to greet you. Hello po sa inyong lahat. What, what Brother Arun was saying, I can relate to it. I just took formal logic last semester. The valuation for possible worlds, zero and one, would be the valuations for, yan nga, itong, for, for, for the connectives and logical na uh, negation, biconditional, conditional, tsaka necessity. Ayan, no? Naintindihan ko siya, Brother Arun. Pero hindi yung marriage. Uh, kasi talo tayo pagka marriage. Wala. Negative. Uh, pero, yeah, on a more serious note, um, uh, parang, parang yung pandemic, mukhang at least from, from our end, um, we are getting through. And to have to see you in person, in the church, with the church, as a church, it is something that, it tru that, that truly overwhelms me. Uh, yung, yung presence ninyo is also... My, my, my way of thanking God for, for this beautiful, beautiful evening. And so, we keep each other in our prayer. I just came by to say hi and to greet and to also ask for your prayers. I will be back to the United States to continue on my PhD work in philosophy of religion. And then, hopefully, makauwi, makaipo na pamasahe, ganun. And then, maybe, maybe next year, there will be more people because... Uh, we would have by, by then uh, seen the worst to be over. So God bless you all and thank you, thank you for inviting me over. Thank you, salamat po. It's nice to see you here.
Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you for visiting us. Alam namin ikaw ay paalis na in a few days. And sabi ni Father sa amin, iba rin yung pumapasok siya sa pinto, nakaupo doon, nakikita niya to. Iba rin, kasi dito siya palagi, di ba? So iba yung angle, iba yung point of view. And that's a big lesson in our lives, no? Na minsan, palit tayo ng point of view. Remember, your point of view is not always the right point of view. Huh? In, in everything. That is why we need to, to look at things in the point of view of God. Let's all stand, brothers and sisters. I don't know what is going, what's happening in your life, but God has seen this already in, in the bigger picture. Kitang-kita ni Lord yan. Tayo kasi, nandun lang tayo sa isang picture. Yung pangayon lang, di ba? Tapos natatakot pa tayo bukas. Tapos sinihila pa tayo ng kahapon. Kaya nakakalito na. What we do is we look up. We look up at Him. Because He has seen everything. And let us take on the view of our God. Kaya minsan yun ang panalangin ko, Lord, show us a glimpse a glimpse of of our tomorrow so that we will have hope. Kaya alam nyo, pag nagpipilgrimage kami sa Holy Land, ang inihintay ko talagang lugar ay ang transfiguration. Yung doon sa bundok, nakakatuwa pumunta doon eh. Pagdating mo doon, ganda ng simbahan. Eh, ang dami naman maganda rin simbahan. Bakit ako tuwan-tuwa doon sa simbahan na yon? Because that was the place where Jesus transfigured, showed Himself to His disciples. Ano yung pinakita niya? Pinakita niya na ano, ganito itsura ko, kasi mananalo ako eh. Kailangan niyang ipakita kila Peter, kila James, kay John, na panalo siya, kahit sandali lang. Bakit? Kasi in a few days' time, they will see Jesus defeated. They will see the Lord defeated, dying on the cross. Mamamatay. Alam niyo bakit lumakas loob nila na tuloy natin to? Kasi si Peter, nakita niya niya yung transfiguration eh. Hindi niya naintindihan. Ano ba yun? Pero hindi mawawala sa isip mo yun eh. Na, nakita ko yun. Mga kaibigan, Y- yung kwento ng buhay mo, nasa Biblia. Basahin mo. Alam nyo sabi doon, kung anuman sitwasyon dinadaanan mo ngayon, hirap ka, takot ka, may sakit ka, wala kang pera, wala kang boyfriend, no? Ang nakasulat doon, ay panalo ka. Panalo ka na eh. That's a glimpse already. And that glimpse is truth. That you will win. We will win. We will win the end. So that is what we ask. Lord, remind us that we are winners. So kung anuman yan dinadaanan mo ngayon, Lord, remind me that I am with you. That this is best for me. You can turn this around and 
need not be healed, need not get back what I lost, but, but I trust and surrender because I will win at the end. Just follow Him. Follow Jesus because He is a God of victory. Siya ay tagumpay na Diyos. Di siya natalo kailanman. Di siya natalo nitong pandemic na to. Hindi. Hindi siya may kagagawan nito. Pero hindi siya natatalo nito. And if you will just surrender and and say, Lord, I trust in you. You will have peace of mind and heart. That is what we do now. Let us come to Him in full surrender. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Subscribe to Feast Radio and open yourself to God's grace. For more podcasts like these, visit feast.ph radio.